Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to episode 234 of Three Bears a Movie. I'm Richard Laird and I'm with Colin McKay. Hello. Hello Colin, how are you on this fine, wet, miserable Thursday Scottish uh, evening? Ah, uh, it it's a bit, it's a bit. Although, do, do you know what, uh, as much as we moan about it, I would say that this winter's been quite mild, really, hasn't it? It's been it's really... wet and windy and it's not been as overly cold, but then I, I, live, up, I live up in the hills, um, obviously, as you yeah. know, so it's always cold yeah. up here, so I, I'm, I'm just used to the cold now. You're like 10 degrees colder than everywhere else I'm like world. Jeremiah um... Johnson is what I am, I'm living that <laughs> lifestyle right now. I, I watch a live and go, doesn't look that bad. Yeah, hunting cats and dogs yeah, and, and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. But it's not it's not really snowed yet, which is good. We've not had any snow this winter, and not much snowy ice either. So that's which is disappointing. I do like I do enjoy snowy, icy winter. I enjoy that no, more. I don't like that <coughs> I'm happy without it. So I've been quite happy that it's not staying indoors and looking out the window. Like you're an old man and your bones will freeze up, that's what it is. I, I do feel the cold exceptionally, like more than most people. It just the, the slightest chill just rattles yeah. my wee bones. So yeah, yeah, I do tend to to try and layer up as as I'm gonna can. Well, we can mention um, before we start going on about drinking. What I would I would say was exciting. I got back to the Raven for the first time in two years. Our first time in home. two years. Yeah, back, back. Did you sit at the old table? The old no, because they, they they put us in the table just see the one just in front of it, the one like sort of that wasn't a booth. Oh. Yeah. And, I thought, and I thought they were going to put us in the booth, but then the booth was all booked down. I'm like, oh, you bastards. Like, oh. I really hope they put us in the wee booth. Um, but it didn't. Um, but I really think we do need to get back to the Raven at some point because it's somewhere we have a lot of love for. And it's Yeah, well, it's maybe... open now and we've got the equipment, so we should we should definitely just... To, I, I guess this is the new normal, this format. Do you know what I mean? Or, yeah. Or kind of your coupons on a screen. Um, but it, it'd be nice to just for the, the odd occasion, do you know what I mean? Like head, head out to the Raven. And... Just do it one time. We'll do it. We'll get a Watch Larry go in our old, old familiar surroundings. So exactly. Nice. It's, it's, it's yeah. been far too long. Um, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, vodka. Um, I've, I've ran out of beer, so I'm on vodka. Um, I've got a smirnoff, pint not, glass of vodka, no well, less. Well, yeah, it's not all vodka in the pint glass. There's a lot of lemonade in there as well. But, um, yeah, so I've got a pint of Smirnoff tonight. Um, yeah. Not a full pint, but probably a couple Maybe of you on a Thursday night, but then you are off tomorrow, so that's why you've been late. I'm not working. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm not working tomorrow, so I can indulge. But it's only a couple of doubles as well. It's not like... <laughs> it's not, a it's couple not like of a doubles, as in it's, it's, a, it's a quadruple, essentially, what you're saying. Yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty much. But at a pint, guys, I think that's acceptable. It waters it down. Hopefully enough ice in it as well, so you're not completely yeah. stupid by the end of this. Uh, what are you drinking? Because you've been telling me you've bought something, and I'm quite... And it's called... It's from the 71 Brewing Company, and it's called Funky Drummer. Oh, nice, man. Yeah. Funky Drummer. And like I thought you'd like this. It is a Funky Drummer and Hop double IPA at 7.5%. Oh, so Jesus it, Christ, it man. Yeah, That's, um, you probably just need one of them, yeah, to, yes, to make you laugh. Yes, I'm only drinking one of them. <laughs> funky, funky drummers, cool. I like that. Um, who, who's a funk? Who's a funky drummer? Who, who's who's funky drummers? Um, I, I guess Prin- Prince. Prince has always got funky drummers, hasn't he? They that would make sense. Anyone in a funk band, surely? Oh, who? who someone died today. Um, the funk singer. Um, Did he? Oh, um, I'm going to be really bad. I can't remember her name now. Um, well, just... while you're thinking of that, um, oh, the Chad from from Red Hot Chili Peppers. He's he's a funky drummer, isn't he? Is he? I mean, what it's defines great, a funky yeah. drummer? I mean, you, you know music better than me. What defines a funky Just the, drummer? The, the genre in general. I mean, if it's a funky genre, then the drummer's going to have to get a funk beat. So, yeah, anything that, that so like, kind of funky. By your definition, down. the spin doctor's drummer is funky. He, right. Dude, um, don't you make me educate you. That boy is one of the most talented drummers I've ever heard on fucking record. If you you listen to the drums and fucking, what's it called? Two Princes? Yes. Right. 
listen to that song, right, and, and tune out everything but the drums, right, and just listen to what he's done with those drums, and it's just like, wow. Okay. Just I'm not mocking Spin Doctors. I have not only to have all Spin Doctors albums, I have seen Spin Doctors live. No less. Right. So, so listen not, to I am no way mocking the Spin Doctors. He, he can play, and in, in, in kind of what you notice about with drummers is most drummers, when they hold their sticks, they hold them in a match grip. So that's, yeah. But he, he does his like kind of military Yes, I did notice that when he's seen him play. And it's quite, it's harder to play, man, because you need a lot of wrist control and stuff like that. So he's playing that kit like that, which is yeah. technically fucking damn impressive as well. I mean, but yeah, he's. I think I might have a signed poster from the guy, the, the drummer of, um, from Spin Doctors, actually. Yeah? Yeah. That's, that's I know I got a fist bump off the bass player. I remember that. Um, that, that, that was sweet. sweet. That was that's sweet, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. No, he, he's, yeah, it's, I would say he's a funky drummer, man. He's quite, yeah, he's got, he's got some funky beats, man. He can, you know, pull out. I think if you have a song beat. called Big Fat Funky Booty, you've got to be a funky drummer to be able to play that, surely. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm um, sorry. Who, who died? Betty Davis died. The, the actress? No, Betty, Betty Davis is the godmother of funk. I don't... Sorry, I only know one Betty Davis. You need to... With Betty Davis that. eyes. Um, oh, is that where it's from? Possibly, Some... I don't know. I thought it was the second Davis wife actress. of jazz star Miles Davis as well. All oh, right, okay, okay. Um, so I, generally, I generally don't know a song, but, uh, any songs mm. by her, but I probably do if I was to hear them. But um, yeah, yeah, she was... Um, she died today at 77. Oh, it's um, always a shame to hear, to hear a talent getting lost. He's blazed yeah. a trail with a raw brand of funk and sexual lyrics that were going to influence stars like Prince and Madonna. Oh, cool. Okay, so, yeah. Oh, oh, have a wee, does look a like look the, sort of the epitome of like sort of that 1970s New York like black punk scene. She looks like, like if you can, if you can picture a woman in that scene, this she is what is she looks it. like. She looks like it, yeah. If, yeah okay, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, she's, she's, got, she's got her funk on. She yeah, has most got definitely her got funk, funk on. on. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. R. Betty Davis, um, which is it's kind of weird because it's like Betty Davis is Betty Davis as well. It's, well, see, I think there's a Gaslight Anthem song when they reference Betty Davis's eyes, Betty's and, eyes and, I was trying, yeah. and I'm trying to think: is that are they talking about the actress? Or are they talking about Betty the Davis, the singer, songwriter? Now that makes me think. Plus, there's a song Betty Davis eyes as well, isn't there? I can't remember who sings it, but there's a song about called Betty Davis eyes as well. Oh, there is actually, yeah. And uh, now so think they, is, um, they, could, they could be referencing that as well. Um, yeah. Just to, <laughs> sorry, man. Just to yeah. now, now I'm totally thrown by it. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to sit here and get slowly drunk on a 7.5 double hopped IPA. Um, and you're going to drink on your vodka while we talk about stuff. Have yeah. you watched anything of interest at home? Yes, I have. I watched have. something very, very interesting at home. Um, so, as we've discussed a few times on the podcast, um, Lorraine. Um, has has got a slight fixation with only murders in the building. Are you watching um, this damn thing again? Uh, she's watched that about three or four times since we've last spoken about it. Um, it's, it's, it's like a safe space. Do you know what I mean? You just got when you're like, if you're maybe studying and you want something in the background, but something that's not going to. Do you know what I mean? You can just, it's there, it's comfortable, and that's it. That, that's Me, the Simpsons. I'll, I'll put the Simpsons on there, it. There you yes. go. So yes. you can tune it out and get on with what you're doing, knowing that you're not missing it, but it's like the earth, and you, yes. enough, I get you don't it. need to I pay attention. It. Exactly what it is for Lorraine, so it's always on. Mm-hmm. But um, a few times on the back, I've kind of mentioned how I'd really like to watch the Three Amigos again, and it's a okay. great film, because Martin Short and, and Steve Martin put together again. Um, which we don't have and we couldn't find it anywhere. Um, so Lorraine, be, being lovely that she has ordered it from eBay and, and we got it delivered the other day. So I watched um, The Three Amigos um, the other day, which was slightly fantastic. 
Well, it's not it's not available anywhere. This is a problem with like having no physical media. That if something's not on a couple of big streaming sites, it's it's gone. Yeah, you have um, to buy it basically, and, and, and that's it. So you can rent it on copy. Apple TV if you've got it for three ninety nine, or you can get yeah. it on Amazon to buy. But yeah, no, you're right. It's not really. It's not available. It's like sort of free to air anyway. So you would have to have yeah, a physical it's... DVD to watch it. Yep, which which we've now got. Um, really fun watch. Isn't it? Very got, fun watch. Yeah, I mean it's aged. You can tell it's something of its time. Do you know what I mean? Um, it, it definitely kind of feels kind of aged at time, and the comedy's kind of of a certain era. But just seeing the chemistry, particularly with Short and Martin, mm-hmm. is just amazing. Chevy Chase, I know he's a dick and he, he gets a lot of kind of hate and stuff for that and he's, I think he's pretty much a hard guy to work with kind of railroads a lot of shit he's working on but in this one, there does seem, he does seem to fit in with those two as well um, which Oh I no, he does, is... like, there's no, there's no doubt when um, somebody like Chevy Chase is engaged and interested he's exceptionally funny, he's probably one of the most talented yeah. funny men of like sort of any era, but particularly in the, yeah. sort of, like, the 80s and early, into the early 90s ridiculously funny it's one of those things where, like, sort of ego perhaps got the better of him as a person and yeah. he became yeah. a, a worse person because of that. No, but there's absolutely no doubt that the man is a phenomenal, yeah, like, funny, funny man. Yeah, but um, no, it, it still holds up and it's that way when you're watching it and you, it kind of takes you back to when you first watched it mm-hmm. when you were younger. Do you know what I mean? So you've got that kind of nostalgia as well, but then because it's a good film, you're totally engaged with it now as you were then as well. But yeah, just I just forgot how stupid it was and, and how ridiculous and how much fun the freedom have with it. But just seeing Martin Short being Martin Short and Steve Martin, do you know what I mean? Just the chemistry those two have got is, is just it's, it's something quite magical. I was trying to think, um, talking to Lady about this, and we were thinking about what have they done together before? Nothing. This was think... this was um I want to see I'm not like I his debut movie for Martin Short, but we sort of he's Definitely, so he's, he's American, sort of almost his American debut. I think before that he was more of a he was Canadian, obviously. So he's doing like so sort of, yeah. uh, second set, not second city. What was it? STV or something? S uh, second something. It's called there. Yeah, yeah, second city. Second city TV. Did they not do? I was doing something. To think. I know Steve Martin done the Martin and Roland laughing, and I'm thinking Martin Short was maybe on that quite a lot, and I think that's maybe where they developed a partnership. Possibly, possibly. I read his book actually. Martin Short's book, and I'm sure he's talked about like he sort of he, he met at the sort of the audition, and this is where they sort of it all kind of gelled from that point of view. There wasn't really much beforehand, it was very much sort of, of like, the three amigos. Yeah, they thought he was funny oh. on SCTV, hmm. and then so they invited him down among a lot of people for auditions, and they gave him the job based on his sort of his um uh like sort of audition and sort of the, the chemistry, the natural chemistry they all had together. But it's definitely like Chase and uh, Martin um, were established yeah. at that point in time, I think yeah, 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 and they sort of needed a third in it, and this is the guy they got. So he was definitely sort of left the, the, the last, the, the kind of not the odd one out, but the sort of the last man in. Um, have you ever seen a picture of the premier um, for Three Amigos? No, have a look because Chevy Chase and uh, Steve Martin tell Martin Short that they're all going to go as dressed in their cowboy outfits to the premier. Um, right. And let me. Um, they basically they didn't. Um, only Martin Short turns up wearing his full outfit for this. He's got the sombrero and, <laughs> and everything. Yeah, oh and the rest, they, they're, they're dressed in their suits and everything, and, and not caring. So that's, yeah. that's, um, that's <laughs> it does very Martin Short, uh, very um, like, sort of Chevy Chase. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I, I mean it's a really funny film. It, it's like you said, yeah. definitely of its time because it's 
There's nothing, I, I, I mean, maybe I'm watching the wrong time, but maybe I don't think there's anything particularly offensive in it from what I've... No, it just no. feels like 80s, 90s humour, do you know what I mean? Mm. What the kind of humour was, was, I guess, different than I mean, humour. Yeah. And there's nothing like racist or like homophobic. Nah, nah. There's nothing like that, and I don't think from what I'm nah, what I remember, I've not seen no, for a long it's, time. It's the family movies, you know what I mean? You could yeah. watch now, and it's not like Ghostbusters where everyone's smoking and, and stuff yeah. like that. You know I mean, it's a lot tamer and stuff like that. Um, what I was going to say is, Inner Space, did Martin Short do that before or after this? Because I think it was after, after that, right? that was 87. So this put him, kind of gave him the... the this was definitely for him, Inner Space and stuff had, like that. Yes. Yeah, yes, that's the one that pushed forward. Yes. Yeah, cool, cool. But no, I enjoyed that immensely. And uh, if, if you want to watch it, so you're welcome to borrow it as well. Okay. I may have it actually. So, um, I'm, I'm have to check, but I think I might actually already have it in the house somewhere. Um, mm. What I would say if you're looking for a good Martin Short stuff, I know you don't read as much as you as you should sometimes, Colin. Yeah. You're, you're, it takes yes. a lot to get uh, your um, your um, your interest up. But Martin, he's um autobiography. It's called um, I Must Say. Um, and it's exceptionally good. It's uh, yeah. so the full title is "I Must Say My Life as a Humble Comedy Legend," um, which is a very Martin Short esque type yeah. title. Um, yeah. Fantastic read, like a genuinely brilliant, funny read. Like I really, I thought it was excellent. Really got me giggling. Yeah. Um, also, did I give you the book? Did I give you the book? Um, by Nick the Semlin, all about the sort of eighties. Yes. Comedy? Yeah, I read that. Yep. I've, I've, yeah. I, I, see, I do read. So you do I read do, something, but you don't. I, 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 I do. I do read. Just now I'm reading them. Um, I got one for my Christmas, a book called All the Marvels um, that I got. Right. And it's basically this guy decided he was going to read every Marvel comic book or every canon one, do you know what I mean? So right. Star Wars and stuff like that. And bit, basically every single comic book he read them all. Right. Um, and I think it took him like the better part of five years. Yeah, um, that would take, yeah. To, to read them all and then basically what he's done is he kind of explains the university and how it all fits in together. Then he mm. just takes like each segment would be like Maybe about a hundred Spiderman issues that he thinks are the most notable and influential ones. So it'll kind of give you a wee description of each one, and then he moves right, on okay. to the next part with that. So it's, it's really quite, it's quite, quite interesting. Um, it's a hell of an effort to get through every Marvel comic because they've been going for a while, and the quality definitely at times was up and down. Yeah, no, he mentions that. Do you know what I mean? There's some <laughs> stuff's just awful, some stuff's great. You know what I mean? But then we we say like, this is in it not because it's good, but because it lays. The, the, you know, the kind of the track stuff, stuff yeah. this coming up, and yeah, stuff like that. But yeah, I thought, I thought that, I thought that, that's an awfully big undertaking with every fucking Marvel comic. You know what I mean, I watch um, all the Marvel films in, in like a, in five years without getting tired, to be honest. I Jesus, but I partly the guy that that's what he done. Do you know what I mean, like just focusing and it took him five years to do that. So, well done to him. but yeah, so I'm reading, I'm reading something just now. Very good. So, three amigos you <laughs> watched as well. Anything else of interest you've watched this week? That that that's been it. I'm afraid. Um, I did what I revisited the Eternals again. Um, oh, interesting. Since since it's cinema release, um, I've really enjoyed it. Second time, and I think I maybe enjoyed it a bit more in the house actually. I actually have heard this. People have said like the first watch, you're kind of you're constantly sort of, you're you're just sort of wondering where it's going. The second watch, because you know certain things in it, mm. it puts a different spin on certain performances. Mm-hmm. When you're watching it, things you might think seem odd, and maybe even not even. An odd acting choice, um, as opposed to bad acting, but sort of like yeah. odd. It makes, makes more sense more in the sense. concept of like you know this person actually knows this at this point in time. Yeah. Therefore, the reaction to something does make sense at that point. So I'm going to revisit as well. I also mentioned um, for you, Disney Plus has now got uh, the Kingsman on it. I've seen that. Yeah, I yeah. watched that again. I don't oh, you've seen it already, haven't you? 
Yeah, you've. Oh, sorry. Me and you both. Sorry, sorry. We both said it was awful. No, no. For some reason, I thought you hadn't seen it. That's why my mind was thinking we've mentioned it. Sadly, I have seen. it. West Side Story's up at the end of the month. You can watch West Side Story. I watched that. Yeah, but yeah, Eternals was was good revisit. Um, I think what you're saying is yeah, known why characters are acting the way they are, but also just knowing how it ends up. You don't need to worry about that. So you can focus more on getting to know the characters because at the Mm -hmm. first watch, it's like what seven, eight characters. And it's just like here, right, do you know, the twelve characters. Aye, do you know what I mean? So you're just quick, and you're just trying. To, who are they all? Do you know what I mean? So this lets you just kind of, you know, tune into the characters as well, and, and you know, kind of get to feel them a bit better. So definitely yeah. worth worth a revisit for sure. Better film to turn into, I would say. Yeah. I will. I, I do mean to rewatch because I have heard a lot of people say this that it is a yeah. the second watch does get you a lot more out of it. Because I was underwhelmed when I first saw it in the cinema. I would say. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. So check it out. Pause button, ready if you want to be breaking stuff for that. And yeah, nice, Good call. nice easy Anything else that, interesting? That's, that's, that's it, buddy. That's all I've watched. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about Boba Fett next week because I've not seen the last episode. We'll, mm. so we'll sum that up uh, next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go to some cinema, Colin. Let's get to it's, Whoa, it's all cinema. Straight, straight to the big screen. <laughs> um, the biggest film on the big screen this week um, it has the biggest premise on the big screen this week, and that is a film called Moonfall, where the moon. Well, balls. Um, directed by <laughs> Roland Emmerich, um, who obviously directed things like Independence Day, 2012, Godzilla, Stargate, Day After Tomorrow. The man has sort of track history of destroying the planet in, a, in weird and interesting and varied yeah, ways. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. does like to do big, doesn't he? He's, yeah. he's all about um, how, how big can I make this? And he, he goes big in this one. So the, the plot <laughs> is very basic. It's in the title. A scientist discovers and NASA discovered that the moon has been out of orbit and it's plumbing to, plummeting towards Earth. Um, on top of that, the moon may not be what you think it is. I'm not saying it's not in the trailer, but the moon may be home to a possible alien species who is using this as a way to take out Earth, essentially. So NASA and a bunch of ragtag um, scientists have to go up there and try and stop the moon, the moon from, from falling <laughs> well, before it slammed the planet Earth. Um, you realise how ridiculous this is, don't you? I thought ridiculous trying to turn the pot of moon fall <laughs> and say the moon is going to fall. That's the sense. The moon is going to fall out of the sky and anything else in that is utterly ridiculous. So in the film, you've got Patrick Wilson looking all handsome, being an, a, a disgraced mm. astronaut. And you get Halle Berry popping up as the head of NASA. Oh, yep, you get John Bradley, who I didn't know is actually from Game of Thrones. He pops up as like a conspiracy theorist podcaster. Yeah. Um, who sort of knows this is coming. You also get Charlie Plummer popping up as Patrick Wilson's son. Um, Michael Pena, which I thought was unsurpri- who, unsurprising. Never surprised done a lot. He's done, really, so, done that as well. Yeah. And Carolina Bartzak, she plays Patrick Wilson's ex-wife and is now dating Michael Pena. Or married to Michael Pena, I think. Pena. Yeah. Sorry, Pena. Yeah. Um, I'll start on this one. So you have to see this as Emmerich knowing the genre so well that he is actively poking fun and taking real pleasure in the utter stupidity of it. And and that's think, kind of, and I think oh. if you I think if you watch it from that angle, I think it's a it's a really funny film and it's a really enjoyable movie. Like I got I actually got a lot out of it. I saw it on a big massive screen. I was like two rows from the front in the big cinema um Renfrew Street, which I went which I went back to for the first time in two years. And it just it was all encompassing around me and I actually had a blast with it. Um some of the dialogue is Truly, some of the most horrendous dialogue dialogue I've heard in your life, and it's almost amazing the cast actually managed to spit it out because it almost doesn't make it doesn't make sense. And but the fact they managed yeah. to say it is unbelievable. So I think 
actual a lot of plaudits to the cast who managed to do it without laughing and making me laugh while saying it. Like they actually do deliver it quite <laughs> earnestly. Yeah. And almost believably to the point you're going like, all yeah. right, okay. So right. <laughs> it makes no sense, but you're saying it in a way that makes me yeah. think, all right, okay, I'll go for it. I'll, tr- I'll trust you for this. That's <laughs> what I'm going on this. Um but I enjoyed this and I, I enjoyed absolute service. I am totally in the bag for these films. I love like stuff like you do like tomorrow a disaster film. In I love a disaster movie. Um, and I kind of very early on embraced the absolute stupidness of this. Um the third act throws up a lot of questions that didn't really answer that many. That I didn't really it felt like it takes a turn in the third act. Um and a lot of the stuff yeah. on the ground with the family didn't really interest me. I think you needed to have it because it felt like you need to make the stakes sort of real in some way, but like the yeah. fucking moon is falling. The stakes are already very real. I don't need yeah. to see how some fucking random family in like Colorado are dealing with this shit as well. <laughs> um, so um, overall, I dug it in a big way and it, it, it is completely brainless, stupid entertainment, which if you don't accept that from the moment you see the title, which is like the moon will the moon will fall. The moon's falling, yeah. Then fall. If you don't you don't accept this and be a stupid film from the beginning, you're going to hate it. But if you accept that early on, I think there's a there's a certain amount of joy to be had from something like this. And I'll get into why we should appreciate a film like this in a minute once I hear what you've got to say. Okay, right. I'm, okay. I'm the opposite of you. I did I didn't enjoy it at all. Did you not enjoy I, it? Oh, I, did, you, I, did, I, did the boy I enjoy it at least? He the boy the boy loved it. Nice um, one. I don't think Emrick's done this way a known wink. I, I think this is just another Emrick vehicle, the way he does them. And I don't think there's any known nod or winker. I'm having fun. No, I think time. he knows. I, I, said I he think, knows. No, I think he's just made one of his movies away with make all his movies. And yeah, that, that, yeah I think he knows what he's making. He's making. I, I think it's very serious. I think it's no, because I think this could so easily be shit like a Sharp Meadow type crap or like you know one of those kind of really. It deep, should be, yeah. That's but this is this is above it. Just, yeah, no, I think this is above it. <laughs> um, the the only performance that convinced me was Patrick Wilson. Um, I, he was very earnest, and that's a very believable one. It was. He? He, he's, he, he's very charismatic. Yes, he's got a lot of charm to him, hasn't he? Yeah, over the past five, probably five or six years, I've really got an appreciation for Patrick Wilson that I never knew I had before, and he's, he's become one of my favourite actors. I think anyone else in the role that he was playing would have just totally destroyed the film. Um, he was. He managed to bring credibility, and as you say, a role that, that demands that you spit out. Nonsense every, every second <laughs> line like you speak absolute is nonsense, yes. just pure shite. Do you know what I mean? Aye, that, that, that doesn't make any sense and, and has no context to anything. It's just, you know, fucking random words sometimes almost. Um, but it, it does, it, it goes for it earnestly. Um, I thought Hal Berry was quite lazy in this. I don't think she done much. I thought she was very... She did look like she was sleepwalking through it. I, I don't yeah. This felt like, she maybe she's done that film recently, Bruised. Remember that one? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I almost felt like she's using the paycheck for this to sort of offset the, do the, stuff the, like that yeah maybe actually you could be right you could be right um charlie Plummer is dreadful that, that he is a, de- boy, he's a bad actor he's, isn't he? he is he's not really, good he, even in what was the one where he played the, the kidnapped grandson i didn't like him in that all the well. world yeah and i'd kind of forgotten about him after that like quite happily forgotten about him and then he popped up and this and it took me a couple of minutes to click who he was and then i was like all oh, mm. right he's he's really bad and he's he's not gotten any better and no no, he's not believable at all. Um, what's his face from Game of Thrones? John, whatever his name is, is it John? John Bradley. He was fun. He, he was. He, you could see. He, you know, he's like the 
we were talking about this last week. He is like you know the Game of Thrones actor that's in a big film, so you can almost see. You can the, see the, 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 the enjoying oh swing. You know? Yes, yes, yes. yeah. I, I'm in a Roland Emmerich film. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I've got a major. I'm, I've got a meaty part. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It was well. utterly perplexed though for a good chunk of it as to why he's got the most British of like British accents, and then you've got his mum who's got like basically a southern, a southern Bell accent. I'm going, yeah. How did this yeah, happen? A lot of stuff does not make sense. Um, the, the general premise just, I, I mean, it's making assumptions that, that you have got to buy into. Oh, yeah. Shit, like, the, the, you know, no spoilers. People have seen, you've seen us doing trails. The Moon's Hollow, if you don't buy into that straight away, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Then you're, you're fucked because you're just yeah. like instantly dismissive. You're like, fuck off. Yeah. And they sell you that before the movie even reveals that. Do you know what yes, I mean? Yes, they do. Well, that's um, the thing. So this is one thing. This one thing I don't really like about it. they make the sort of the conspiracy podcast or the madman on on the internet, right? Yeah, and that's yeah. dangerous to me. That's sort of laying a lot of great people because there's a lot of world that what that in the world right now, and I don't really want to see them seen as right. They do it yeah, in they do it in Kong v Godzilla as well. Yeah, they make the podcast is a bit mad. Who is like the conspiracy theorist guy? They make them right. I'm like, oh, it, it, it feels icky at that point when you make them um, right. And let's take let, let's go current events for a wee bit because we don't often do this. But but what you're saying, it, it's kind of dangerous because right now you've got this whole spot going back and forth with Joe yeah. Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Who's who's um, I I don't listen to him. Um, no. but who's you know apparently spreading misinformation about vaccines and stuff like that. Um. And then you've got like artists like Neil Young, um, yeah. Back when Turnovers, even though you're not having your music if you're going to have that. Mm. So I guess it's it's almost fuel to that fire. That's that is my issue. Mean? That's that's an yeah. issue I have with the film. And I've, I've seen a few films, like I said, Kong vs Godzilla done it as well, which I film I actually really enjoyed as well. Mm. But this is so it, it it feels it doesn't feel very. I don't want to use the word woke, but it feels wrong in this world of given making the. Um, the, the the conspiracy podcast or the hero of the story. Yeah. It, yeah, it feels totally. a dangerous route to go because it adds credence to someone like a twat like Joe Rogan, you know, that who is a dick. You know, it makes yeah. him makes people think I'm hoping it does. I hope people can see this act for what it is. You know, it's mm. stupidity. Well, ho- but hopefully, hopefully, yeah, but but it does. But then the kind of people that are going to embrace it more than you because you like it for a stupid disaster movie it is. Yes. But then are people that are, you know, invested in this kind of stuff going to read into it and be like, this is... You'll see it as like NASA trying to kill something almost, yes. I, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's weird. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't like the fact, you know, that it does, you know, hammer you with, you know, the, the moon's hollow. And I'm like, it's, yeah. it's not. Well, it doesn't matter if you tell me it's hollow. It's not. Yeah. And I think if you're not willing to kind of leave that disbelief, do you know what I mean, at, at the door when you go in, then, yeah, that... Probably ruin it for myself doing that as well. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, if you got to do that for any movie, if you're watching a film called yeah. Godzilla versus Kong, you know, you got to make the best belief that there's a there's a hollow earth where creatures rise but, out but, of. But I don't mind that shit because that is pure fantasy. But films like like this Moonfall, try to base they, it in reality a little bit. Try to yeah, base, they, they, they do try science, throw science. Yeah. yeah, they throw yeah. science in there as well. And you look, you know, like Godzilla Kong is just shite. I mean, you know, there's not a fucking. 400 foot monkey running about, fucking, yes, you know, eating banana trees. It, it doesn't happen, but with us, the, the, you know, they'll give you science behind it, and you're like, Well, you know, don't, yeah. but it's not it, science, it's, it's pseudoscience, it's bullshit yeah, science. But it, it sounds, it sounds complex, it sounds complex yeah. and interesting enough that people might believe it. And um, the one thing, mm-hmm. this is, before we go into the ratings, what I'm going to say, and uh, why we should show a bit of respect to um, Mr. Roland Emmerich is 
This is actually an independent movie. Is it? Oh, yeah. Wow. Ro- this, this is done by Roman. It does it with his own money. Well, all the companies, all the companies you see at the start of it, they're not producing it. They're the distribu- distributors of the film. So he sells the, the rights to distribu- distribution and then uses his own money plus that money to make the film and then he'll obviously take the, the profits of that. Right. Yeah. So well, I, I think Kevin Smith did it with something like Clerks 2 and probably Yoga Hoses as well. Obviously on a much smaller scale, the film was only made for like, you know, three or four million. This film was made for 150 million. You know, Which so he basically put out there. He's like, yeah, it's all his, it's all, if this film doesn't make the money back, he's the one that's on the hook for it. So yeah. you have to appreciate and have to, like, you know, give a lot of credit to a guy who's had the hotspot to basically, you know, put his own mind in line to make his own film and make it to the vision he wants, knowing that if it does fail in any epic way, it's on he's, him. He's, he's fucked. Mm. Yeah. You know, yeah. Coppola done it at one point with Apocalypse Now, and he's never he never recovered from from that. Yeah. You know, What's, we had to sell. Uh, What's the box office in this? Do, do you know? Is it, I've is not it seen the box office pulling, so far. Um, I'm, pulling in numbers. Um, There's another film we're going to talk about this week that um, I didn't see what you saw, which I think that basically ripped it apart of the box office. It sort of like shunted it well down the... Which is insane, because I know what film you're talking about. But yeah. Um, yeah, aye, so so I'll carry on talking while you're doing some research for yeah. me. Aye, so... Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to ruin it for anyone because the, the the trailers do show that you know the, the moon's hollow and they're inside the moon and stuff like that. And I think I just couldn't, I just couldn't buy any enough. Do you know what I mean? To, it's to think not that good. This, oh, it's, it's it's not good. What, what's um, the currently, it's shown as about seventeen million. Oh, that's which not... is um, clearly not a good um, return. Jesus, I'm, I'm just that's... checking. I'm checking box office mojo because that's uh, that that's usually more that's like barely ten percent. I know fucking it's been out for uh, yeah, we're talking domestic so far eleven so that's America, I mean eleven million international two and a half, nearly three million. So it's talking close to forty million so far. It was a hundred and forty, you said. <coughs> yeah, it's hundred and forty million dollars it's made. It, oh. it was um budgeted that. So that is a that is a hefty, hefty Kicking. I mean, I guess you'll get whatever streaming platform picks it up and stuff. You'll get revenue from that, but yeah, he's not going to make 140 million back. Unless there was, there was a thing you don't know, so it's a lot of stuff set in China, or it's sort of they mentioned their friends in China, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, open yeah. this film in China, you're going to get um, you might have a kickback as well. You that's know, the, so. thing, the, the Chinese cinema is like that. That's the biggest market in the world, isn't it? Chinese cinema. Oh. It's not. It's not American. It's, it's that's where yeah all the money gets made is China, Japan. Asian, yeah. Asian cinemas where it all, yeah. all, all happens, yeah. Yeah, so but, um, not, not good. Yeah, so I, I didn't I didn't particularly enjoy it. So I don't think it was awful. Do you know I mean, and I get what you're saying, there is fun to be had. It's always nice to see, you know, a city fucking getting torn apart. And, yes. and then not, you know, <laughs> he, he's not scared to, you know, pull down a full city. He's like, yeah, fuck it, there's New York gone. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. in the back of an eye. So he's not scared to do that. Um, some of the spectacles. I did notice some of the effects at times did feel a bit ropey, though. I would I say agreed. I think something did look a wee yeah. bit rope, and I think that maybe comes yeah. to the fact that it's you know it's, it is on a certainly lower budget, perhaps than some of the big action mm. films, um, and maybe they weren't able to utilize like ILM, for example, or Disney. Yeah. Well, you know, they had to obviously go to more independent contractors essentially to do it. Some of it seemed like you know models and stuff like that, and it just didn't. It didn't like, yeah, it was like that. That's obviously 
I mean, I, you know it's not real, but do you know what I mean? When when you can see it and think, yeah, that's just a model, and mm. I mean, that, that kind of takes you out a wee bit as well. Yeah. Um. So I thought some of the effects, surprisingly, because I thought this would be the big thing for us, would be the effects would be, you know, like, wow. Do you know what I mean? But it I wasn't the stuff in space. It was more the stuff on the um. Yeah. Earth. Yeah. yeah. Ah, really? I, like, destruction scene. Some of them, yeah. you were just like, that's really, you know, badly done, and that's like quite amateurish looking, but. I, again, maybe we're spoiled. Maybe maybe there's stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, Twenty, I think 20 years ago, you'd have looked at this and thought this is mind blown. Do you know what yes. I mean? Like fucking mind blown. So so maybe there's just stuff out there that puts it to shame. Don't we? But we're spoiled by by FX now. Maybe that's a little nice. bit. Out of ten, what are you giving it? Out of ten, I'm gonna give it a four. Oh, um, so harsh. Because because I'm I'm no man. It's got a four because Wilson kind of pulled it through. If it wasn't for Wilson, it was getting a two. Um, so. <laughs> So our, our Mr. Wilson um, charisma gave us a 4 out of 10. What did you Okay. Um, for sheer enjoyment of what I had when I watched it, I'm giving <laughs> it a very solid 7. I, All right, okay. It, it gave on. me exactly what I expected from it, and yeah. I enjoyed that aspect of it. It didn't surprise me mm. in many ways. It just gave me exactly what I wanted, and it executed it pretty proficiently. So yeah. is it a clever film? No. Is it the best no. action you'll see? No. Does it give you exactly what it says on the poster? It 100% yeah, uh, no, it does. does. The, the moon does fall. The moon does the, fall. That's all I just see. Doubts. We'll give it um, a bonus point because Caleb liked it so much. He, he really yes. liked it. So that's 12 he, between if, the three of us. So that'll be, he, give it a very solid, what's that, about? Six. So we'll, get, we'll say six overall. Right, six, six, six and a half. Yeah, but Caleb enjoyed it. He's he's eleven years old. So do you know I mean, for an eleven year old to go, it's in, a film for eleven think... year old boys. That's I know yeah, I don't say boys and, and, and not say it's not for girls as well. But it's the kind of film yeah. an eleven year old me would have absolutely dug. It's a film Loved, that me and my sister um, still talk about. You know, things like Dante's Peak and Volcano yeah. and Twist and all that kind of stuff. It's that level. Well, I think it's. I think this is the first kind of disaster movie that you've seen. You've seen like Godzilla and Kong and stuff yeah. like that, but this is the first, like you know, like, 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 and. Like city destroying thing and he's yeah that he's kind of seen so yeah it was, it was nice for him and he liked that a lot he he came out buzzing and stuff for that and he was asking me he was like remember that bit dad and I was like yeah I remember it I was like don't it was not paying any fucking attention but yeah it was okay. good so yeah right okay <laughs> on from that we move on to a film I've seen you have not which is called The Eyes of Tammy Faye uh, directed by Michael Schwalter um, who directed the film Lovebirds which was on Netflix the one with um Camille Nanjani, and it's the sort of it's a date night that goes awry. Um, he also created the film The Big Sick, which both of us very oh, much enjoyed. Yes, very um, much enjoyed. Yeah. Mainly for the the, the awesomeness it is seeing Holly Hunter basically take on men almost double her size and look like she's going to win, which is like sort of basically that scene yeah, she's sort of circling um, Ray Romano. You're like, oh, I'm taking Holly Hunter in this fight every single time. Totally, she's an actress, isn't she? She's whenever she has on screen Holly Hunter, you're just like you're always reminded of you know why. She's fucking Holly Hunter. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like because you can do your you fucking can act job the fuck out of well. film. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Holly Hunter is not in this film, which is um, a bit, bit, bit of a shame because I like any film that's got Holly Hunter in it. <laughs> yeah, it's always. Um, this is basically it's the um, it's a biopic. It's a look at the the rise, the very quick rise, um, of the televangelist Tammy Faye Baker and her husband, um, him called guy called Jim Baker. Um, basically, the, the as they sort of embraced sort of 90s television satellite networks and based and started asking people for money and became mm. these people you see on tv you know sort evangelists, of the, evangelists like, you know yeah, praise yeah, jesus yeah. send ten dollars and you'll be saved for all eternity type people and um, so it's their rise 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 and then the very fall of these people 
um, as well, and a little bit of a, a PS after that as well. But that's essentially it's, it's taken from the point of view of of Harpo is sort of probably the most interesting of the, the coupling. Um, the, the husband's a little bit straight laced, but the fall is mainly due to him. Um, but this is sort of the especially it's taken in their life over quite a short period of time as they made a shit ton of money and then lost a shit ton of money um, in very quick succession. So in the film, you've got Unburied Under a Lot of Makeup um, and now Academy Award nominated Jessica Chastain for this movie. So bravo to her. Um, she plays Tammy, Tammy Faye. You've got now Oscar nominated again, Andrew Garfield. Not for this film, he was nominated for Tick, Tick, Boom. But <coughs> he plays a husband. You've also got Vincent D'Onofrio um, popping up in it as well. He plays... It's a, it's a really famous evangelical... Billy Graham? Uh, no. no, Billy Graham as well before this. Jerry Falwell. Right. Jerry Falwell. Um, and you've also got Cherry Jones from it. She pops up as um, Jessica Chastain's mother. And Mark Weisstreich, who pops up as a sort of odd love interest in it. Um, it's a very, very standard biopic to be honest there's not a lot different in it compared to what you oh. expect a biopic which is yeah. not necessarily a bad thing you know a good biopic is a good biopic yeah, yeah. there's not there's not a lot new in it is what i would say playing it playing it safe very much playing it safe it is yeah. raised above the sort of middlingness um of its two leads by its two leads who are, who are excellent um i'm a big fan of jessica chastain you're not quite as up on her as yeah. i am but i think we're both a big fan of garfield he's he's always yeah, pretty yeah. good Garfield's always, always impressive, yeah. Yeah, so he's, he's very good at it. They're definitely the MVPs to sort of rise this film above what it is. Because out with the D'Onofrio, uh, who only has a sort of a couple of key scenes in it, it's kind of all, I'm not going to say soap opera actors, but it's quite, you know, nobody even recognised. I can go, oh, I know them yeah. from random. It's yeah. like sort of, they're almost like walk, they're almost like sort of episode guys on TV who pop out for one yeah. this they can I get this? No one I bet you I bet you everyone has been in SVU. Everyone has. SVU or what's uh, CSI? CSI, yeah. Probably yeah, probably not all of them at some point. Yes. Yeah. And and again, Absolutely. not a bad thing. They're working actors, getting a job, always great for them. Not nothing against them. Mm. But there was a certain the talent this been differential was huge. Yeah, yeah. Between you know I mean? Garfield and Chastain and these. And then everybody else, it felt yeah. like a massive drop. Um, so yeah. when, they, when they're the ones in camera, which they pretty much are on camera for almost every scene, it's it's, it's engaging. Um, and it's, it is an enjoyable romp. It is quite crazy what happens. You know, this whole evangelical Christian movement and, you know, basically scamming money for everybody. So <laughs> it's, it's kind of it's stunning how it all took place and how it all happened and how long it went for before people realised this is bullshit and how it still yeah. managed to keep going even now, even after all this shit. Yeah. Um, but is it, so, right, so a couple of, because this is, this is history, so that's a yes. biopic, so this is like, you know, this shit happened, so I can, I can spoil it because, yes. you know, it's real life. We're allowed to spoil real life things. Okay. Um. So, so were they, were they bona fide Christians? Like, what, did oh. they believe in Jesus or yes. were they out for well, the money. She definitely was. Right. He apparently claimed he didn't read the Bible till after this. So he, right. he seems more of the shyster. Um, mm-hmm. I'm using a lot of Jewish lingo today, I noticed. Um, so anyway, yeah, he's definitely the shyster <laughs> um, of the pair who sort of definitely saw early, do- early on this could be a money-making opportunity. Yeah. Tammy Faye how, certainly how isn't, think- she certainly isn't Guilt free because she certainly engages in it and she certainly yeah. reaps the rewards and the profits of it. 
Mm-hmm. But that's the that's big issue having a film. It has all that stuff in, but it doesn't really show the damage that it caused. Yeah. You know, because they weren't just fleecing people for like four or five bucks. So people gave like life savings to this. Yeah, lot, lots of, yeah, yeah, totally. People just sucked well, in, yeah. Well, you kind of, it's, it's, not, it's not in the same level, but it's kind of the same problem I had with something like um, The Wolf of Wall Street. And that it never really showed the recompense of the actions that what they did caused to normal people. Yeah, yeah. You know, here's the, the effect they had on Mrs. Smith from from you know fucking Oregon. Yeah, aye, who's gave away her life savings on something that she she, she was scammed. It doesn't really show that, and that to me is a bit annoying. Then it just made it feel very detached, mm-hmm. you know, um, because all the audience in it are all still because they do sort of like a live audience, sort of interview audience, and they're always very positive. Yeah. You don't really see how this has affected real people that they've actually managed yeah. to scam, which is a bit of a shame. Because I feel that would have made a bit more balance. By by the end of it, are there, is, is there any remorse? Or uh, is this okay with it then? I think there's a remorse from her. I think you sense that. Um, he's slightly different. She yeah. was actually genuinely quite an interesting person. Like, yes, she was definitely a scam artist, but she yeah. did some really amazing things that you sort of go, that's genuinely quite progressive yeah. you know like the big thing she did which she still talked about was she had during the AIDS epidemic she had she was talking to an AIDS sufferer and basically treating him as a human being on Christian television and not condoning him for being homosexual, homosexual yeah. which was yeah, obviously which complete, quite progressive yeah for, yeah. A, for the church too and like, she always saw people who um, didn't matter if they were gay if they were lesbian if they were bi if they were trans she saw them as human beings who could who should be yeah. loved by God which yeah. Kind of, her love comes from a very, like, a very, I have a very questionable place. When if you only can love someone because you're fearful of your God, then maybe that seems odd. But mm. what she was doing was, and was, and was nice. You know, she was, she was showing a lot of love to these, to people who generally in the church hadn't been given a lot of love and allowed to feel faith. They'd always been sort of chastised and marginalized mm. within the church. So, to that respect, she, she was some, an interesting person and, and definitely she, she earned some kudos in some way. The, the money rip-off thing is always a different match. You know, she was destroying, yeah. she was at least complicit um, in, in reaping rewards of destroying people's yeah. lives. Um, the film itself... What, what did sorry. you do? Sorry, sorry I'm, I'm quite intrigued now. My brain's kind of thinking of shit now. Yeah. Um, sorry, sorry, man. Um, so, so all this money that they, they got, yeah. would... Were they, they were saying they were, they were saying they were putting it into like sort of like building homes for like the needy and the poor and all that kind of stuff. But they were doing that right. to some extent. But they're also yeah. building themselves a massive house as well. Right. Okay. You know. Okay. Kind of like not dissimilar to that. You see the thing with Captain Tomman's family. You know the guy down the walk around the parks and stuff like that to raise money yeah. for the NHS. Uh huh. They're getting investigated now because basically they were siphoning off money to give to um like consultancy firms to sort of help them with stuff. Which in reality were owned by the family of him. Oh right! Oh, so like the daughter yes. was. Yeah. You know so what I mean? Take, they're taking take the money. money. Yeah, the people have given in good faith for a charity, and they're basically filtering back it back to themselves. But by doing it through legal means, by saying, "Oh no, they were a security film, but you own the security film." Yeah, yeah, but, yeah that kind of stuff. That's that's yeah, stuff like that's horrible, man. Why can't people just be? Just, People are just dicks. You know? People just have these like, and that's kind people of... don't do nice things because it's a nice thing to do. They only do nice things when there's a benefit. Do you know what I mean? Like, just be a nice person. Do you know what I mean? Be a nice person, exactly. Um, yeah. On the film itself, the film itself is about twenty minutes too long, um, and right. it feels unbalanced. Um, the, the sort of ending of it. <coughs> 
there's too much build up, not enough finality to it. It, it, right. it, it doesn't. It feels definitely uneven. And the biggest issue I had was it felt too much like a TV movie as opposed to a uh, what's the word? Um, cinematic. Cinematic. Yeah, it felt very much like an HBO special. You might see on like you know HBO. Even on, even on the big screen, you still feel like that. Very much so. Yeah, it still felt yeah. very uncinematic. Uh, not, mm. not again, again. Not. I'm trying not to be mean in a bad way, but there's some stories I feel shouldn't. That, that belong somewhere else, you know, and it, it, this felt like it felt more like a TV special, even a Netflix special, like a one-off, like Netflix movie. It might have done better in that respect. Mm. Um, I think Amazon's actually bought the rights to it. So I think maybe it's America, it's on Amazon, but yeah, it, it didn't really feel to me like a cinema movie. I think it's got two cinema actors, two movie stars in it, Chastain and Garfield. That's that's why it's in the cinema. But mm. overall, it felt very much like a, a TV movie um, or a straight to video movie. That very interesting, but not. But, but not enough for, for to hold my interest for it, to be honest. Yeah. It's a bit of a shame. I'd, I'd, I'd... So, w- so what are these fuckers doing now? What, what, what are She's they, dead. Are they... Right, okay. She died. Okay. Um, he is, he's yeah. back doing the shit again. He's back with his... And he's um, back doing the evangelical stuff. Even after all, actually, after being exposed and her dying and stuff like that, he's, he's straight back in to give me your money. What a cunt. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, yeah it's, it's one amazing away from it, and that might be. It might be apparently, this is based on a documentary that was that was out a few years ago called "The Eyes of Tammy Faye" as well. Um, right. I've not seen that documentary. I think the documentary might be able to give more background and um, colour in a few more areas that might make this make sense a wee bit more to make yeah. it felt. It felt they were very focused on her, but not enough of that. And I was like, as to what was actually going on. All of that, he kept saying, "Give me money to help us out." Type thing, you know, mm. like they talk about the police investigating, but it's like, why were the police investigating? Like, what, what was what was flagging up that was causing this? That kind of thing. Yeah, so, uh, you don't investigate a legitimate business. Yeah, so, yeah. so why? Yeah, you could have had yeah. something like you know, again, I've got to go for Wall Street, where you have the Kyle Chandler character, mm. who's the yeah. FBI guy. So you have that sort of X factor in there, you know, who's sort mm-hmm. of who's looking into because he thinks there's something not right about, it and, and he has reason to believe that. You didn't really know why. I mean, you knew it was corrupt. You knew there was something wrong because. We know this. This is not right, but there's no yeah. reason in the film to, to show it. Um, it. It's not a bad watch, enjoyable watch. I think she's Oscar worthy based on the fact she wore a shit ton of makeup, totally transformative. You wouldn't even recognize it's Jessica, Jessica Chastain, and that's a, and that's the kind of thing that Oscar loves. Um, mm. Garfield's better performance this year, or more noteworthy performance, is definitely in Tick Tick Boom. Um, yeah. He's definitely more a supporting character in this, I would say, compared to compared to her. Um, still in it a lot, but definitely he's a, the main. She's the main protagonist of it. Um, but it's, it's, it's fine. It's, it's just fine. I would say six and a half out of ten. Well, which isn't a bad score no. for a movie you're saying is, you know, serviceable. Serviceable. Yeah. Totally serviceable. Yeah, just horrible people, man. I don't I don't get... I don't know, man. Maybe I'm naive and stupid, but I, I, I don't get why they... Why, why they fucking feel it's okay to do that. And then, But I also don't get... But the, the victim perspective, I'm like, why, why do you so fucking stupid and doing that as well? Do you know what I mean? Why would you, do you give all your money to to that kind of person? Do you know I mean? think like, you're underestimating the um, how people are scared of religion. I, my, my grandparents would give money to the church before they gave money to a lot of things. Like yeah, 100%. See, yeah, I, I, guess, I guess that's it. If you're not that way... Your thought process isn't, you know, religious, then you don't. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's like it's a complete lack of understanding, I guess. And like, I don't understand why you would do that. I, I, a lot of these people you hear, they know they got scammed by 
you know, a bank or a con man claiming to be a Nigerian prince. And I'm like, how can you be so stupid? But I guess people, you know... Sometimes it's sadness, sometimes it's desperation, sometimes yeah, it's loneliness. Yeah. But yeah, um, the church, I say as a man who's many, maybe been to church many times in his life and was brought up um, with a lot of churchy stuff in his life when it came to his grandparents, the church yeah. knows who to target. They know where to target. They yeah. know what people want to hear at times. You know, they, they, they want, you know, they know how to pull on the heartstrings of, of what um, makes people want to give money over, you know? Yeah. I've always said to my grand, I said, I'm, I have no problem with belief in a, in a higher power and a God. I have a real problem with a church. Yeah. Organised religion yeah. is ter- horrendous. If you, you want to believe yeah. a higher power who might look over you and give you solace, I'm kind of okay with that. Why does that guy need to live in a, you know, a mansion house and, you know, have all the yeah. artwork uh, in yeah, it? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Is faith not about faith? Faith. You know? Yeah. richness yeah yeah um no it just it just kind of it, it honestly confuses the fuck out me I, I don't i don't get it i don't you know what i don't understand how people can be duped but then it's like they, they want to be duped so you know they're, they're really naive and i guess i guess they are yeah yeah um anyway we want to probably the polar opposite in terms of films and um, we'll go into uh, a film sorry six sorry just six well, and a half yeah six and a half just really quickly just on uh andrew garfield not Yes. Um, I did watch um, The Amazing Spider-Man with Caleb. Um, okay, what do you think still, of it? We're still, we're still on our fight, a Spider-Man adventure. I mm-hmm. just would say, um, on revisiting that film, I don't really get the hate for Garfield in, in those films. I thought he'd... I, I'm actually starting to think they prefer his Peter Parker to Tobey Maguire's now. Do you know what I mean? Far too attractive to Peter Parker. Far too cool to Peter Parker. I don't know, but it, it does play... I mean, he still he still gets the kind of geek. Do you know what I mean? But like, mm. kind of geeks are cool now. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. like they were when Ray done his films. Mm. And I, I don't know. I just I'm feeling I'm, I'm feeling he's, he's maybe a better Parker. Controversial. I bet, no, I think he's actually a better Spider Man, but not as good a Parker. Whereas I like definitely, a bit, definitely a better Spider Man as well. But mm. no, I'm, I'm I'm kind of digging him a lot. Um, but no, he, he's a great actor. So yeah, so we're both massive fans, and I think yes. He's, He's still, I mean, he's still a kid, do you know what I mean, as well? He's, he's still got, I think he's still got his biggest surprises to pull yet as well. I think he's definitely an actor on a journey um, who I yeah. think continue to be interested. He seems like, and also seems, from what I've saw, a very decent man as well, which is always nice. Aye, um, he seems, seems to be a decent bloke. Yeah, I, I just kind of, you know, happy to get what he's got and you know, enjoy it, which is always nice. Sorry, right, sorry, yeah. so digression there. Sorry, so six and a half out of ten for, for um, the biopic about... TV evangelist. Yes, yeah, I just tell you. But now we're moving on to yourself, Colin. We're going to watch. A, you're, going to, you're going to talk about a film called Jackass Forever. Jackass um, Forever, yes. Which yes, is yes, directed yes. by. It's the same guy who directed all the old Jackass movies, whose name I now can't remember because I have not looked my, done Jeff my research. Tremaine that directs them. Well done, sir. Jeff Tremaine. Right. Is he? Right. He's a, I think he pops up in the films as well, doesn't he? Occasionally. He, he is one of the Jackass crew as well. Yes. Yeah, this pop up less often than the others, but, but it, yes. It is, it is so. This again, it stars or has in it the usual Jackass crew. It has Johnny Knoxville, obviously, Steve O, yep. Chris Pontus, um, and then Wee Man's in there. Wee Man's in there as well. Jeff Remains in there as well. Brian Dunn is in it as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, who's the big guy called? What's his name? Oh, Preston. Preston, Preston just also got Dave yeah. England pops is in it as yep. well. So that's He's in there as well. As well. So yeah. you've got that. Plus, you've got a few sort of. Um, What's the word? Um, like cameos in it, I think is the best way to put it. So There's people... a few cameos. Uh, Andre, what's his face? The, the kind of weird comedian guy, black guy, frizzy hair. Uh, Eric Andre. 
Eric Andre, he pops up. So yeah, yeah. Spike, uh, Spike Jones, Ali Shawcat, Machine Gun yeah. Kelly, uh, yeah. Rachel Wilson as well pops up in it. So there's a fairly decent um, sort of smattering of cast and sort of counterculture people in it pop up in it. And I'm yeah. assuming that film is basically, it's a jackass to do the jackass to do, which is putting each other in ridiculous situations where, like, where likely pain or disgust will happen. Would that be correct? Yeah. As a, 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 I mean, when you go and see Jackass, if you've seen Jackass, or you've seen Jackass 2 or 2.5 or 3 or 4 or 5 yeah. or Jackass Forever, you know exactly what you're going to get. There's no... Yes. It's Jackass. Do you know what I mean? It's a brand for a fucking reason. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, I it watched... Was... Just on a note, I didn't, I've not seen this film, but obviously I watched the first three again quite recently. Mm. Very, very funny. Still makes me laugh. Yeah, number three yeah. felt like they're going to be the last one because at number three ends with like sort of clips of all them as young guys showing, you know, and then it's sort of like mm. they're, too, they're too old in the three to do it again, which yeah. objectively they are too old to be doing this again, aren't they? You know, they, they do feel they're way oh, too old. Oh, no, they, they, they are. They're, 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 I mean, these fuckers are the same age as me now. I think the youngest <laughs> one's maybe 45, possibly. Yeah. Um, and the oldest are they one still is doing like, it all, or is it, are they, did they bring in like sort of ringers to do it for like younger guys? Um, are they all doing most of it? I'll explain in a wee okay, second. Go. There is more to um, they, they do all, all the shit as well uh, as they do, so they're still you know getting slaps and punches and blown up and and you know, fools hitting them and shit snakes over biting them and stuff. And yeah, all, all sorts of madness, but they do introduce uh, four new faces. All oh, right, okay. Um, so they've got these, like Rachel Wilson's one of them. Um, right. It's kind of a big guy, like a kind of almost like a, a, a Preston Lacey mm. swap over, do you know what I mean? So they've got these four other guys that are kind of easing in. So I don't know if they're going to be Jackass the next generation. Jackass you know I mean? redo hand, or something. I thought you handed over. over to them. But, but no, all, all our favourites are there doing the, the, the kind of shit you would. I'm trying to think of how much I can say without. Like, well, I'll, 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 I'll ask you a few because I've not seen it yet. Did you go yourself? Yes. Was it a busy cinema? No, no, not okay. really. No, quarter full. Maybe. Did you laugh? Yes, yes I did. Did, did everyone I else laugh? Chuck- yeah, I was yeah. chuckling away like yeah. a fucking idiot. Yeah. As much as you try, because you, you are aware. Do you know what I mean? I'm you're, also, you're an adult as well. You go, I shouldn't be laughing at someone getting punched yeah. in the nuts, but ultimately it is but still it's fucking funny. funny. <laughs> it, is, it, it, it is really, really funny. But what I think you get most from it, um, you'll probably agree with us, is in between the horrible shit they do to each other, is when you see like, the love they've really got it's That's... like the kind of banter of the reactions and you know like the we kind of moments afterwards and you can see like they genuinely yeah they fuck each other in a uh-huh. horrible way but there's a genuine love there a, this that's what i get from the films i watch them you, you watch yeah. the films again they, they do genuinely love and care for each other yeah what i do like about it is you, you, they all know it's going to happen to them eventually because if you you're friends with these people, someday sometime it's going to fucking hit you in the head with a spade or something. So they all yeah, accept. Nuts, sometimes yeah. they'll be the butt of the joke, and sometimes they'll be the one doing the joke, and sometimes they'll be able yeah. to react to the funniest of it. They all accept yeah. that, and they all are comfortable knowing that this will happen at some point. And it's like, and it yeah. just, it's, and they accept, and that, that, and it is very heartwarming in a way, even though yeah. they're doing some really horrible shit to each other, and they're doing it. Sometimes voluntarily, be almost like they don't want to say. It's a bit like you don't want to say no because the people will think you're a coward type thing. Peer pressure, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's total it peer pressure. You know, it's like yeah, what that hose and let it fire and go. No, I don't do it. If you don't do it, you're a dick. Like, all right, shit, I'm going to do this. <laughs> you know, he done it last week. Okay, then. Aye, <laughs> so aye. 
they must have some. I think, I think they do have. From what I remember, from little clips of it, they have like some sort of like. If you do something really bad, you're allowed to opt out or something later on. But it, it's mm. all sort of prearranged. Up here, you go like if you, you know, you can't just suddenly call it on the day or something. When I'm not doing that, yeah. you have to sort of like almost, you know, there has to be, there is a structure to what who does what and when they do what type thing. Yeah. And you're allowed to say no, but you have to say no in advance. And once you say no to that one, you can't say no to the next one. Yep. And it just kind of gets daftered and daftered and daftered. Yeah. So, yeah, it had, um, it had some quite gross stuff in it as well. There was the usual kind of penis stuff that's usually done by Mr. Pontius. He usually yeah. provides any, any penis action, which there was plenty of. Yeah. Um, the stunts, they do revisit, which is nice, quite a few of the stunts from Jackass the movie. Oh, nice, yeah, yeah. Uh, tail end, I mean, bookends. So you've got, mm. the, you know, kind of the end and now. So they do revisit a few stunts, but I think we'd spoke about this last week and the week before leading up to this is it, it, it's not nice seeing it happen because they're they're old guys, do you know I, what think, I, mean? like, I watched an interview with, with Johnny Knoxville the man's got like proper a shock of like Ted Danson-esque white hair yeah. and he just looks old he looks not he doesn't look old he doesn't look like an ancient man but he looks like a man who's far too fucking he's old been to get shot at a cannon it, yeah. yeah and that's it and you see them doing it and like, as you say yeah they, they'll, they'll do it because they're not going to let their team down their pals down but you see the hurt and, uh, you know, you just like, you're like, oh, please get yeah. up. <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, please don't be hurt badly. Do you know what I mean? Because they yeah. are hurt. Do you know what I mean? And they're just right. old guys putting themselves through madness to entertain fucking <coughs> idiots like us. Do you know right. what I mean? And I mean, not the same level, but a man who went it. drinking for four days straight and is still recovering from, from it today, but about three days later, I can only imagine what, when, when you're 20, you can do it no problem. And that's much yeah. the same as this. When they're 20, throwing myself into a river or smashing themselves with a concrete block, they're fine. They'll, 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 they'll rub yeah. it off. They'll be fine. When you're 15, you do that, man. You're down for a while. You know, you're not going to get back I don't, I, Everything hurts more. Everything hurts more. takes its toll. It's just, you get older and, you know, the body's just not designed for that kind of physical abuse. And, yeah. and you, you, you can see at times, you know, you are like, don't. <laughs> I mean, they, they will and you want them to, uh-huh. but they will. Do you know what I mean? And it's just crazy. Um, the, the one thing that, that I actually did miss more than I thought I would have, and it took me about 20 minutes in before I realised what was missing, was Bam Margera. Um, I think there was a bit of a fallout. No, no, Bam's, Bam's still alive, yeah. So I think one of the caveats, so can, Bam's had a lot of problems with drinking and stuff like that. Um, and I think one of the caveats was that you're not allowed to take any, you know, you've got to continue counselling and you can't be drunk or take drugs on set. You know, we're going to have I think, have I think the same thing um, happened with Steve-O during, I think it's between the first and the second one. That was part of the deal that you could not be on set drunk or on drugs. You had to be basically clean and sober. Exact same. Yeah, um, basically, at that point, it's really, it's, it's more for like um, health and safety and insurance because if he gets killed yeah. while on drugs, then it's, it can be seen as like... Can neglect at that point, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So yeah, but Bam obviously couldn't do that and he, he kind of, whatever he'd done to drugs or drunk and yeah. um, he wasn't in it. Um, I think it's getting quite bitter, and he's now suing Johnny Knoxville and the, the kind of production team as well. So uh-huh. it's a shame that it's getting to that. Do you know what I mean? Because as, as we were just talking about, the camaraderie they've got is like it's, quite lovely. It's just yeah, it's, they are like a family. Do you know what I mean? And then that, and especially after who was the one that died? Um, was it Ryan who died? 
One of them died, yeah, because he but he died. Yeah. Not, did he not kill something? He killed. He, 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 he was in a he, car crash. Yeah, he was drunk and he killed. He yeah. smashed his car, killed himself, and a production assistant. I think so, it was. Especially after that, you think it would make them, you know, kind of, you know, fucking circle the wagons and, and group up. Do you know what I mean? And become even stronger. And it's just a shame to see Bam. You know, he's, he's obviously obviously his friends' deaths affect him and stuff like that. Yes. And, you know, they're all self-destructive anyway. That's evident by. What they do for a craft, I mean, what the living mm. is, um, but it's just a shame that it's kind of gotten to the point of where it's you know we're suing each other and stuff like that. So that that was a bit of a shame, and I, I, I like Bam a lot. I think he's one of the funnier ones. Do you yeah, know I mean? he's, he's always a bit kind of crazy and you know wild wee stunts and stuff like that. Mm. And his family as well, I mean, with the pranks in the family. Mm. So we're not we're not going to get to see any more of that. But I mean, other than Bam not being there, it was it was yeah, it was great fun. Great fun. Just That's what you want from it. It's 90 minutes. It's, <laughs> you, you giggle your ass off at it. Um, exactly. You know, again, yeah. you're walking into it, you know, if you walk into it and you get offended by it or you don't entertain by it, it's sort of, what were you expecting from this? Yeah. Like, you, you, you know, you, if you don't know what Jackass is, do you know what I mean? Then you've no right to be there. Simple as that. Yeah. You know I mean? precisely. If you are you, there, it's your fault. Yeah. Aye. You, you should accept what this is going to be because yeah. other than that, it's your own fault because. You're not going to get a story. You're not going to get anything like anything major like that. You're going to get complete ridiculousness. Um, yeah. And as we were discussing before, Moonfall's poor run so far. The Jackass Forever at the American box office. What did we say? The thing he made eleven million, wasn't it? At the American box yeah. office. This yeah. made twenty six million in its open weekend, so it went to number one. And how much did it cost to make Jackass? I mean, there's there's, there's not a budget in this. Do you know what I mean, I mean I'm, I'm getting yeah. definitely one hundred fifty million. I'm guessing. Um, you know, they'll be well paid, I think, or decently paid for it. I mean, you're not going to put yourself through that for next to nothing, are you? You're definitely going to put a bit of cash behind it. Um, it cost $10 million. Yeah. And it's made $32.3 yeah, so far, so it's already yeah. made its budget back. So it's a profit already, and then yeah. Yeah, Emmerich's, like, not made 10% of what he's outlays, yeah, which is a shame. fucking nuts, man. Nuts. Yeah. But no, sir, I think... Um, yeah, we, we, we share a love of Jackass and stupid I think I'll enjoy it. So out of 10, I think, I think you will enjoy it. I'm going to give it a solid 8 out of 10. Because you get exactly what you want from a Jackass movie. Ex- yeah, you go in, you, you want to laugh and you want to see them doing stupid shit and that's what they do for 90 minutes. And it, that's the thing as well, is it's 90 minutes. It's just, you know, it doesn't labour at all. Just goes, finishes, and you're done. Jim. I mean, what can you do? You can't, you can't make it three hours because you would probably kill one of them if you've done it. If you made three I, hours of stuff. Totally. Yeah, um, is Tony Hawk in this one by any chance? Did he, did he pop up in again? It? Did I see Tony Hawk? I, I think he was mentioned, but I don't know if I noticed him or not. I don't know if they cut his scenes, maybe. Aye, he's always, always popped up. Uh, I forgot in the first one, Henry Rollins was in the first one. That's right. But um, Hawks is really good friends with Margera because they're for the whole skateboard world. So uh, maybe, so maybe, maybe that's similar, or maybe it's, it's, it was part of his, you know, we're going to do this, and maybe it's fell through because of that. Machine on Kelly was in it, who had no idea who he is, but he got... He is he banging Megan Fox. Yeah, cool. He got pushing the river anyway, which I was going yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, that, that made me. That made me happy. But yeah, they've brought in these four new new people that, that I don't know who they are, um, but they seem to, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of they're there and they're all the scenes and some of them are doing shit that you would mm. expect, you know, like Preston and stuff for that to do as well. So they're definitely setting up for... For more than hopefully. Ah, it's, it's hopefully not, not with Johnny Knoxville because I don't want to see him do it again. Do you know what the problem is? A host. Do you know Aye, what make him almost like, like an MC, you know. Yeah, Maybe yeah, have him do stuff like, if you want to give him like a tiger or something like that, let it bite him or something. I know it's a, like something like <laughs> or a snake. <laughs> 
Well, a snake, reptile, shit like that, you know, that's that's fine. Don't have them fucking launch themselves with roller skates down a ramp, you know, into a concrete yeah. wall. That's what we don't want yeah. to see them do anymore. Yeah, but we don't want to see that. Um, yeah. Did you watch? Did you, did, did you watch the Wild Boys? Like I suggested. Did you? No, I haven't seen it yet. I've not time no. this week. I, I was a busy. Right. Like I said, I was drunk that, for four that, days in a row. Yeah, I guess. Well, that's that's what homework for you is to watch the Wild Boys. Um, and then watch Jackass or the other way around, Jackass and Wild Boys. But yeah, oh, they, they come yeah. I will definitely see Jackass this week. I'm, I'm definitely surprised so, to see it. Yeah, you, you enjoy it, so you, you'll laugh like a child. Um, you, I think Jill will be quite offended by some. No, no, she she loves it. She she generally oh, adores yeah. it. She was she howls at it. She absolutely loves it. Yeah, she finds it very fun. She enjoys men hurting themselves. I don't know what it is, but she likes to see a man hurt himself. I know, but I, I watch it. I'm always seeing dicks swinging about, and I get penis envy, and I'm like, if Lorraine's watching that, is she going to be like, you know... Mm, why is yours not like that? Yeah, <laughs> why yeah. Can exactly yours, why like... can yours not smack a golf ball for three minutes? Yeah, can barely like pee straight, never mind. Uh, you know, golf ball. Um, so, yeah, there, there's that element of it as well. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't want you to see other men's dicks with me being there, how... They are very, they are quite woken. I sense it's all dick swinging. There's no boobs around to keep putting on display. It's always just dicks oh, swinging. Oh, I, I, although there was, I remember Channel Four on the back of Jackass's success stuff. There was three females that started doing stuff for us. All right. Um, it didn't quite have the same impact because they, they would do crazy shit like you know put waxing strips on their pubes and get a car to drive off and wax some stuff like that. They would do a. Uh, you know, like, can I see how long they can hold a hairdryer to their faces before, you know, running away and stuff like that? You know, so it was, it was quite kind of female orientated as well to an extent. But, um, yeah, it was, I, I don't know, maybe maybe it is sexist or something, but it, it, it seems more horrible seeing it done with females than it does with men. It feels like men are stupid. More acceptable, to do it, I. Yeah. Women, women will get to a certain point, it feels like intelligence-wise, they'll get to know that like, after like 18 or something, go, this is dumb, I'm not going to do it, whereas we'll have guys who are 50 still yeah. fucking doing it. Yeah, put your head in the hole, wait for just do it, okay. Put, put your head in the hole, yeah. Do it, okay. <laughs> There's nothing in there, I promise. Okay, yeah, I'll do yeah. it. Um, anyway, whereas, yeah, if you tell Jill to do that, she'd be like, Fuck off, I'm yeah, you fucking, no. no, you fucking <laughs> you do it. So, I get, I get, get, I get it, yeah, as well. Anyway, oil from Jackass, we're now doing another 180 degree spin on Jackass, the one that I've seen on Netflix, and um, which is called The House, which is um, an animated movie directed by three different animated, well, three different directors, sorry, four different directors. Um, oh. it's been, it's been to three parts. First part is done by Emma DeSwaff and Mark James Rose. Second part is done by Nikki Lindroth von Barr. And the third part is done by Paloma Bozella. 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 Paloma Bozella. Um, the plot of this film is basically, it's three sort of stories kind of all about maybe life and sort of just living. There's no real connection other than it's all set in the same house, but not necessarily the same house. It's, it's the same looking house. Right. Um, the first one takes place and it's like sort of dull, like kind of dull. Like it's people, but they're, they're, they're very dull. Like the second one is, is all it's a world, but it's like the main creature. The big, the main world is a rat is sort of the main protagonist or a mouse, and the third one's cats. So it's very is sci-fi. Or... No, it's not sci-fi. It's, it's stop motion, um, and it, it, it's not like it's, it's it's just three sort of. They could have easily made all three stories human, and it would have changed yeah. anything. They could have made all three stories. Cats were not the actual themes of the story don't really change. Um, it's just the sort of one of the animals wanted to do sort of like doll like people, the other two wanted to do animals for some reason, which there's really no purpose to that aspect yeah. of it at all. Um, in the 
film, you've got the, uh, the voices, you get guys like Matthew Good, um, Mia Goff, Hella Bonham Carter, Miranda Richardson, Jarvis Cocker, Will Sharp. Um, they, they, they do the voices. So it's a very unique piece of animation that won't be for everyone, but it is quite charming. Um, to stop motion is something that I have a lot of time for, but this, it takes yeah. so long. Yeah. It does seem to be a very much a dying art, unfortunately, which is a real shame. There's a lot of people keeping it alive, you know, you know, Arvin's doing it. Well, so like, um, yeah. The guy who did um, Coralie and stuff like that, and um, what was the other one? Oh. Is it Anna, Annalisa one as well? Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Annalisa one as well. So there's, there's a few people keeping it alive, keeping it going, and it is lovely to see, because um, it just is so, it's so time-dependent and, and so much work towards it. So it's, it's very impressive in that respect. Um, very strong voice cast throughout. Um, they all feel very lived, all the characters feel very lived in, very warm. Um, you, you don't, you know, not, nothing really needs introducing that much. You can very quickly get who these characters were based on the animation and on the sort of the voice. The voices all suit the character, which I think is something that is missing sometimes from all animated films. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cast the actor and, the, and it's not, it doesn't really fit. Like, you know, we all remember, sort of like, Roman Williams as a genie. That's perfect casting. We all know that. But most of the, like, I didn't really get Taryn Edgerton as a monkey and sing. Because he can sing, I guess. But I like, I like, I like yeah. monkeys. I like yeah. Taron Edgerton. I don't necessarily yeah. see the two of them combined in one, you know, I don't really see necessarily him voicing a monkey, if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know? One that's always got me with, with animation and voices, and I, I guess I've kind of grown, I've grown to, to adjust to it, and it, it's okay now, but um, How to Train Your Dragon, I always thought Jay Barishel's voice was off for, for Hiccup. It, it did, in my mind it does as well, because like everybody else speaks in a Scottish accent, apart from Jay Barishel. Mm. But he's got this kind of weird, kind of almost monotone, like you yeah. know, accent as well. You accept it, yeah. I, I guess because we've seen all the films now, you, you grow into that character. But yeah, I remember at first that I was really jarred by it. I was like, yeah. that's that doesn't work." Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I totally get. Yeah, the wrong voice cast can. Sometimes it's like, like sometimes you go I recognize a voice, but the, the character that's playing doesn't really seem like who I'd imagine that person being an animated version of. If, I know it yeah. sounds really dumb to say, like, if I'm, I don't want that person playing a bear, I think yeah. they're more of a. Spaniel, but it's something that does no, I get, get no, I get totally, totally. You know, like when I think it's over the hedge, Nick Nolte plays like a really angry bear. I'm going, well, that makes 100% sense because Nick Nolte is 100%. Yeah, whereas you wouldn't have Mark Short in that, it wouldn't exactly. Yeah, yeah. or oh, you do, you play like yeah. they have to animate in a different certain way, anyway. We, we dive in. Yeah. So, the, what the cast is are very strong and they all suit the characters, and I really enjoyed that aspect. The stories do feel very disjointed in terms of there's not a lot of themes that run through the three of the stories from what I, I really could garner. Maybe I'm too dumb to realise that. Is there meant to be, though? I don't know. Just... For it, apparently it was done as three shots that Netflix combined into one film, but they don't interlink them anyway. There's basically one yeah. ends and another one starts and there's a, there's, a, there's a proper black screen, new title pops up and then it continues yeah. on. Okay. So it's almost like three vignettes, almost like French Dispatch style, rather than being... A sort of an overall a fluid story, yeah. yeah. So that, that mm-hmm. I didn't really understand that. I mean, the only the only link I could find was the house. That was literally it. I didn't really think. You said it's not even the same house, though. No, so. it's yeah. not even like one of them lives in a small version of the, of the big house and a you know that kind. Of, it's just it's just the house just looks the same. That's really it. Mm. Um, would say it's not one for children. It's definitely an adult animation. There's some um, there's a lot of bad language yeah, in it, right. uh, and there's some 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 sexy cat fuckery going on in it as well. Some or implied can cats sexy. Be, can cats be sexy? I'm not sure. You know, in a world where we're not allowed to see the Eminem is sexy anymore, apparently. Um, I'm, I'm not really sure. Why are we not allowed to see an Eminem? Oh, it's not. You can. You can see whatever you want to see. Oh, they've changed. They've changed. She's wearing sneakers, not wearing like thigh high boots. So now she's not sexy. I'm going, 
Nothing. She still looks hot to me. It, from an Eminem point of view, I was still. If I was going to have an Eminem, I would still. Yeah, yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't yeah, I would, would say no to that Eminem. Yeah. 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 <laughs> regardless, of, regardless of what footwear she's wearing, to be honest. As long as don't Eminem come for, still... As long as don't come for the Cadbury's bunny, that's the only thing I'm worried about. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, just... <laughs> An awakening Cadbury's, was happening. The ca- yeah, the Cadbury's bunny was. Seductive uh, looking bunny. Oh, Chitara as well. Jesus. It's <laughs> a sexy cat right there. That's that's it. I'm trying to think of my sexiest animal. It has to be animated, otherwise, has to be animated otherwise, otherwise it's weird. Um, I think Chitara's quite possibly quite possibly the pinnacle of sexy animals. I mean, like, made like, Marion like, and Robin Hood, you know, see like the the, the, the fox. Uh, Could, no, look, she she big eyes. She was, big sexy eyes. Know, she was wearing a fucking Cut them. Okay. So you're okay. You want to see what's in it? You want well, a leotard Chitara's, or something? Chitara's wearing a leotard. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's, it's very revealing. That, you know they, they, they don't. Don't fucking cut out detail. That's what I'm yeah, just saying. True. Yeah, it's, um, I think, I have to think of that. The sexiest animal. The, the, the <laughs> sexiest of. animated animal. Um, we'll go for we'll go for like a family version, but rather than, than an adult version because that's too. Yeah, that's weird. That, that, that we don't. That has to be rules. Yeah. This going on is is sick and horrible. Yeah, so yeah. so it's got to be like in a, in a family movie. So 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 far, I'm I'm, I'm going to go Chitara. So far, as as you know, she's 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 the benchmark right now. So I want to say Jessica Rabbit, but she's only named Rabbit. She's not an actual rabbit. She yeah, she's she's a human being. She's human. She stands yeah. above it. So uh, right now, I think the Cadbury's bunny is winning it um, right now. Well, yeah, oh, I think I, mm, I, I don't know. I think Chitara is about the horse from War Horse is pretty sexy as well. I've never seen War Horse. I don't, like, I, don't, I don't like horses, but I don't. It's a very noble. Right, we have went off the we've off the beaten path for this one. Sorry, uh, right. We'll yeah. think about this next week. Next week we'll think of the sexy side of thing. Anyway, like I said, not one for the children, but it, for what it is, it feels it feels like it's more. I don't know if it's giving it damning with, with faint praise, but it feels almost like student filmmaking, almost like sort of experimental, sort of mm. trying no, something. No, I get it's, you. Yeah. Yeah, it's by no means bad, but it just feels maybe a lot of ideas slightly unfulfilled. But how how long is each one? Each it's ninety minutes all in, so maybe about I think maybe 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 it's, no maybe it's hundred minutes all in, so maybe about thirty five minutes. Thirty each. minutes each, thirty five. Yeah, give or take. Yeah. yeah. So if it, it does feel yeah. almost like it's like proof of concept almost. You know, would like, it would it have been better seeing them stand alone, like you know, episode one this week, episode two next week? Would, would that I don't have... think the interest is there for it in that respect. I think it really is one of those things. You know, it's not like Mandalorian. Yeah. You what you're like, oh, I cannot wait for episode two of that. It, it doesn't yeah. seem like, yeah, it, it definitely feels like it, probably putting out as a film in one go is a better option rather than yeah. trying to convince people to come back week after week for it. Um, but no, it's like it's, it's fine. And I'm always, as like I said, I'm always really nice. To, I'm always very really keen and happy to see. Um, stop motion animation. animation. I always like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Out of ten, would you have? Uh, six and a half. Well, that's that's not a bad rating. You, you're very generous with your ratings, man. I'm I'm like if I don't like something, I'm like you're getting under five. That's it. There's no. No, I think five would be a film. Under five is a film. I think we talked before. Under five is a film that looks badly made. See if you can make a film and it makes it look, and it looks like a film and it looks good and it's got, it's made. Yeah. That's worth at least a five. Um, right, okay. you, have, you have to really fucking bore the shit out of me or be really horrendous to get the law five with me. You know? Which we've had quite a few. So. We've had a few. We've had one recently, I'm sure. Do we not have one? I'm pretty sure I give you one every week. Just you do. <laughs> you, give it, you give it very unjustly. Um, 
a lot of films. Um, I don't give a five to three five five. I remember that one because it was very much just a generic uh, average. You, you weren't you weren't impressed with that at all, were you? you I'm trying to think that films I give a five to, um, or in low five. I mean, there should have been a few in the past. We give was that Mo- one we saw? Mordecai. Yeah, one. What, what was the one we saw that like the Wolf movie we saw the Scottish Wolf film member? <coughs> Dude, I get angry still when I think about it. I've, I've paid money twice to that guy now, and, and yeah. he thinks it's okay to make movies because he's duped me, and I'm like, it's not okay to. Was it called Wolf? That. Wasn't it something like that was called Wolf? No, the, fu- the, 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 the first one was called um, was it Escape Plan Z? Was it? Right. Which was his first film, which was really really bad. Um, like that was a one star movie, and then he made Wolf, which was less than a one star movie. Yeah, Wolf wasn't good at all. That's I, I've, bas- I've basically given this man twenty quid. To make these films and these films aren't worth twenty quid. That that makes me sad. Um, I gave a one people... this year. I gave a one last year to the last days of American Crime. Oh, no, I haven't heard of that. That was not a good it. film. We did not enjoy that film at all. Um, it doesn't. Oh, the Ice Road Trucker. You you were quite harsh on that as well. Uh, Ice Road wasn't good. It, it was a badly made were, film. I thought you were harsh um, on that. So harsh on that one. Yeah. Like anyway, anyway, hopefully anyway. no more. No more low, but I don't like a bad movie. I want, I want a film to be good. We all want a film well, to be good. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't want to go and see unless I know I'm going to see a bad movie. Wanted in the air, all on that. Yeah, I'm, you know, I want to be entertained. Exactly. So, yeah. speaking of entertained, next week we've got some interesting stuff at the cinema column. And um, we we'll have got Uncharted. Oh, which is based on, um, I've never played them, but it, it's like a kind of really big video game franchise for places. I have played the first games. 10 minutes of the first one. So you got well, you've got more of an inclusion. Well, I mean, I get, I get it just to be, you know, like, like an kind of adventure. It's an energy. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Where you know, PlayStation's backing and Tom Holland. It's, it's yeah. the lead. I'm the only thing I'm not convinced about it, it, looking at the trailers is I don't know if I'm buying into Tom Holland as an Indiana Jones type action character. Agreed. Agreed. There's always that, that worry. Could be wrong. Yeah. With, yeah. with a comic book film, not comic book, a, a computer movie, you know, computer mm-hmm. game movie, the, the hit ratio is is weak. You know, yeah, there's not been many good it, ones. It is. Yeah. I also think um, I think there was a, a massive, massive online lobby to have Nathan Fillion playing. Yeah. This character. was like this was like 20 years ago when the game first came out. Um, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. Even more recent than that. Um, I, but I think I think I think recently but the film they've been in developmental hell for a long time. Yeah, yeah, a long time. Um, yeah. And I think even recently Phillies came out and said, like, I'm too old, I can't do it. Yeah, no, it totally yeah. is. But I think the character is very much a Phillian-esque character when you see him in the game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So that's how this week. Out this week. Um also this week we have Mr. Branagh's new movie as he turns come back as director and star of Death on the Nile. Oh, the, the the film that's got the person in it who is <laughs> kind of really pretty much been cut out of the trailers. <laughs> if you notice yes. that, yes. Army yes. Hammer is. I mean, there's a couple that you need because you can't. He's, he's the main character. Apparently, the main character in the yeah. film. Well, when they made the film, they didn't know about any cannibalism, mad rantings. No, um, so, so they didn't know. So all this shit happened after he was in the film, so they couldn't yeah. even, you know, cut him and redo. So well, well, I, I, thought they might, I thought they might have done a member All the Money in the World, but they cut it. It was um, Spacey, Spacey and they put yeah, in Palmer yeah. instead. And Palmer got a, did not get an Oscar nomination for that. For his, like, yeah, he did, sure he did. Yeah, he um, did. Nah, I think this was too far gone. I think this yeah. was pretty much, this is in the can. We can't. Tourist and all that shit came out. So I've noticed in the trailer, you do see him in a couple of scenes. But it's it a side on view, he's spinning and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 So it's going to be weird because. <sighs> so I, I, I really enjoyed Modern Road Express, his remake of it. 
Um, I liked it a lot as but well. But I knew, yeah, the, I knew the story of that, so I knew who the killer was in that. Yeah. Um, and I also really enjoyed the Sidney Lumet version as well, one with Sean Connery. And um, mm. I can't remember who plays the detective. Justinov, Peter, Peter Justinov, I believe it was. Okay. Um, so I really like that one. I don't know who the killer is in this. Yeah. Do you know who the killer is? No, I've forgotten. I've so seen it good. as well. Like the I think that's version, good. Which is yeah. good because you're getting in and you're, let, you're undoing the mystery as he's undoing He goes, yeah. So that's I'm quite intrigued. But the thing yeah. is now, I think Mother Nori Express came out before Knives Out. I might be wrong with that. <laughs> but I remember, for some reason, I feel that Knives Out has sort of changed the landscape when it comes to the who done it. A wee bit, yeah. Like it's it was, it was so Agatha Christie well done in the modern age that I feel like you've, yeah. you've almost got to up your game to that level to be interesting. Which is going to be hard for a film like that because it is based on her book and it is yeah. a very solid structure. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. a, a, a linear path, whereas Knives Out... Do what it wants. About. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and, um, to see how to do I do it. also have interest, I'm not interest, I, I, I worries about Gal Gadot. I, I'm not entirely convinced by her as a, an actress. Yeah, same. I've, she's great in Wonder Woman. She she that she owns that part. Mm. Anything else I've seen her and I've, I've yet to think, you know, she she's won an Oscar one day. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm intrigued about it because I very much enjoyed um, Mother Known Express. I thought I thought I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, and it felt it's also a film. Yeah. I'm, I'm as I quite like using the films that I can show my grand. You know, it's good Sunday matinee kind of movies that your grand will like as much as you'll like. And I think Kenneth Branagh's of a generation that gets that as well. Yeah, he does. You know, you know, making that kind of movie. Yeah, you don't have to always make movie for like you know the fanboy like sort of like mm. comic recordings. Make a film for people who are in the fifties. People they also watch movies. You know, they do. They watch bad movies at Lady in the Van, but yeah, they do watch movies. Make money, make money. That's why Exotic Marigold Hotel makes a shit ton of cash. And yep. also, Fucking great films. I will not hear a bad word against. Uh, I'm not against. Them, not against them at all. Yeah. I'm just saying that's why they make so much money because <laughs> there's an audience there that people somehow Therefore, ignore all the time. They shouldn't because yeah. the over fifties audience, over sixties audience, is still huge. Most of this country is over fifty. Therefore, if you can make a film that taps into them, then why would they not go and watch a film? Yeah, they would go and see it. Take a lot of biddies you know, with them. The only film that. The only film that I think it was Jill's parents and someone else's parents talked to me about they want to know is it any good? Belfast. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about Spider-Man Returns or um, you know, Batman coming or any of that shit like that. They go, is Belfast any good? That's something yeah. that appeals to them. So that's an audience that will, you know, it's like, still it's like everyone really isn't it, right? Oh. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. And also next week in the cinema is a film called Marry Me, starring Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson. Oh. I like Wilson. That's the thing. You, you, you're, you're almost instantly out with the Jennifer Lopez part, but then she can be good sometimes. Uh, you are out. Sometimes, yeah. And then, but then you throw in Wilson, the, you're, throw like, Wilson oh. you're like, oh, tempting. Oh. So tempting. Well, I, I, yeah, because Walt Wilson's got that. He's cool, isn't he? He's, he's yes. like, you know, everybody wants to be Wilson. You know exactly. I mean? And that's, it's it's very much a rom-com. It's, it looks very sweet in many ways. Um, but yeah, I was kind of out because Lopez I liked in... Hustlers, and I've liked them a few things, but I'm not really a fan of our, our, um, yeah. our, our rom com in this. But mm-hmm. yeah, and you throw in the own Wilson factor to it, I'm like, oh, damn, you got it's me. Going to Probably a few other big names in there as well. Do you know what I mean, just to give it a bit of John Bradley days, pops yeah. up in that one as well. He managed to have a bit of time now. He's in another mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Um, who else in it? A lot of indie, uh, like sort of Indian Bollywood stars, I think, in it. Also, Sarah Silverman pops up in it as well. Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. Who, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, not really that many people other than your two. But if you've got Owen Wilson, what more do you need? 
I totally. Owen can make a movie on his own, just having yeah. just chilling. You just watch him chilling all day. That's what he does, isn't he? Chills. He's like, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'll yeah. watch. I Owen Wilson will give me a lot of. It gave me a lot of joy over the years. To be honest, I've, <laughs> I've enjoyed Owen Wilson a lot. Being Owen Wilson, nonetheless, yeah. he's, he's never anything other than Owen Wilson, Wilson which is yeah. good about him. Do you know what I mean? He's but magnificently yeah, Owen Wilsony at all times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested in seeing that. So that yeah. sounds like three, three or eight movies. Yeah, interesting film. So we'll hopefully try and see one, two, three, or even something else as well. That's on. If I find anything interesting that new on Netflix, um, oh, I, I did I think about throwing in the, again. the Tindler Swindler. Um, I thought you and your missus might enjoy that. I've no, I think. Watched that I wasn't that interested. Yeah, but I think I might pick something this week, maybe. Well, Joe said yes, but make it good, okay? Because last week you you're you're on notice, sir. I'm on three strikes. (laughs) The the strike one. No, it's only one strike. Yes, that's only one. I've got two strikes to go. Yeah, well, make it a good one. Anyway, where can people find us? Uh, You can find us at the number three beers in the movie, and we're on Gmail. Instagram, we're on Facebook, and we're on Twitter. So that's that's like, if if you want to find someone, that's the places to be, isn't it? We can't. It's that's, almost harder not to find us than it is to find. It us. is harder not. You, you, yeah, we're here. Come find us. We Talk are not Army here. Hammer. We are definitely front and center. We are showing our faces. We are not. Yeah, well, and we're also I'm, not eating oh. people either. Yeah. Yeah, we're not doing that. Um, do, you know, do you know what to do, folks? Anyone that's listening, um, jump onto Instagram and, and let us know who's the sexiest female animated character. There you go. <laughs> no, uh, it's, it's o- not animated o- character, it's animated animal character. Animal character. Over, animated over character is easy, it's just, it's just a rabbit. That's the obvious Male, or, male or female or just male? What's... You can throw in a male one. I know a lot of women who really very much enjoy the Fox Robin Hood. That was a, a very much an awakening really? moment for them. Yeah. Oh, God, you got me thinking about male ones now. He's a very, he's a very sexy swell fox. I know, but he's not a he-man, is he? Not so, everyone wants the muscles. Some people want the, the charm and the, the suaveness. That's why you've got Prince Adam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're the only still into he-man right now, sir. Anyway, I've been Colin. You've been Richard. And we've been... Three beers in a movie.